Join me right now back on the show is rising flyweight prospect Alex Shields. What's going on, Alex? My man, Korean John. What's good, bro? Everything all right? What's good, man? Korean John. Only people in uh, Phuket know about that, right? Yeah, it's my man, Korean John. Come on. <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, we, we haven't spoken like over a year, you know. You were supposed to make your OWS debut late last year. You suffered a knee injury, you know, two weeks out. Take us through what exactly happened. Uh, yeah, crazy, man. I kind of, I haven't talked too much to really anybody the past, uh, really, the year. Um, yeah, I was, I, was, uh, I was supposed to make my One Warrior Series debut last, it was already a year now, it was last October, and ended up tearing my ACL, one of the last sparring sessions I had, like two weeks before the fight, so... Uh, that was kind of a, you know, stab in the heart, but um, it's been a long road and I got the surgery and um, recovered and focused on not just my leg, but improving everything and getting my body strong and getting my mind strong. And here we are a year later, uh, finally able to do it and um, very uh, grateful to be able to do it in Tokyo. Very excited. Let's go back to the surgery, man, because you had your surgery in Thailand and, you yep. know, a lot of people would probably be like oh you know they, they'd probably be kind of sketchy about that but you you seem like you had a good surgery you had a good recovery talk about the surgery talk about your road to recovery uh yeah you're exactly right i mean getting injured anywhere in the world is always a scary thing but especially in a foreign country and you know uh especially in a place like thailand um and you know i weighed out all the options i went to you know a bunch of different doctors i had a got a bunch of different opinions uh i looked at places in America, and um, at the end of the day, to talking with my family and my friends and my coaches, um, we we just going through the process. We we learned that um, not uh not all hospitals are the same. You really get what you pay for out here. So you know, obviously, there's kind of the government hospitals and the cheaper end hospitals where you probably wouldn't go do surgery. I've heard some scare stories, and but uh, we decided to go to the best hospital in Phuket, and one of the best ones uh, in in uh, Thailand. It's uh, Bangkok Hospital in Phuket. It's I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a hospital like it. I mean, it's like a it's like a five star hotel. The the waiting room are couches, and everyone's very friendly there, and everyone smiles at you, and everyone's super helpful. It was unbelievable. And um, after talking to the doctor, he all every concern I had, the surgeon answered every question. He he's an ACL specialist with over five hundred ACLs done, and every question I had, he wasn't he didn't seem like he didn't know the answer. He he had a very straight answer right away. So we were confident and. Um, Really, the best thing I did for, for eventually was for my recovery was when I looked a lot online was um, I did a lot of prehab. So I, I took a month before tearing it. Instead of just going right into the surgery, I took a month to stay active because I'm still in good shape, you know. And um, I was on the, on the assault bike just working my leg and making sure everything was, you know, in good form before the surgery. And, you know, they really took good care of me. I, I heard a lot of times ACL surgery like in the West. It's outpatient. They put you in there, they knock you out, give you surgery, and kick you right out. And this hospital, they keep you there for three days. Um, and I mean, just that alone, they just want to monitor you're okay. They want to make sure you're comfortable, make sure everything there's no weirdness, you know. So um, it was a it was a really good start to the recovery process, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, it was. I was back to teaching jujitsu just two months later, and training and getting stronger over the next few months, four, five, six, seven, eight months. Um, and here we are, man. Were Were there any, you know, speed bumps along the way during your recovery, or was it pretty smooth? Like, you know, two months is fast. Uh, there was a lot of speed bumps. Mm -hmm. I I went to teach jujitsu at two months. 
Uh, I wasn't training it too much. I wasn't grappling. I wasn't sparring. I was hitting pads. There was a lot of speed. Uh, there was, there was a lot of uh, things, you know, um, because I was recovering very fast and I felt very good and I was able to teach. Um, there was times when I got a little bit overconfident and I went back and I said, hey, I'm going to go. Let me just roll a little bit or let me start lifting a little bit heavy. And I really actually um, I really I really hurt my body a few times, actually. Um, obviously, I keep this stuff close to me and close to my team, but um, it's it's a it's a learning process. Everyone's different. One thing I learned about recovery and rehab is I'm not the first person to, to have a knee injury. This is super common. And one thing I found is that everybody's recovery is different. Every physio, every surgeon, every PT, there's a different way they go about it. And everyone covers it at a different rate. So, yeah, there was a few scary times. There was a few scary times, honestly, where um, I had done something, I think, a little bit too quick. And my body just wasn't used to impact. It wasn't used to, the, you know, we, we were used to grappling and sparring and doing this stuff every single day. So when I had a few months off, I thought I could jump right back into it. And um, I had a few scary ones where I, I really went through my mind. It really tests your mind a lot. There was times I didn't mm-hmm. think I would ever there, – there was times I, 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 didn't, mm-hmm. I, didn't think, um, I didn't think I would ever train again. Um, there, there was times my body just – I couldn't even imagine rolling. I couldn't even imagine sparring. And it was pretty scary. It was pretty hard. So um, I'm super grateful to be where I'm at right now. It, took, it, it takes a long time, you know, and – uh, my body feels honestly. Everyone says this, but stronger and faster mm-hmm. and, and better than ever. You know, going through those struggles, did it kind of take your mental state, your mental game to another level? You know, overcoming that. Oh, dude, yeah, for sure, hundred percent. It's all mental. I mean, man, like obviously the physical stuff is painful, but like we're so used to like, especially as fighters, we're so used to like getting our like our. I don't know, machismo, whatever you want to call it, like our confidence, our ego, whatever it is from training, from tapping people out, from hitting the bag and, and getting that release every single day. So not able to do that um, was, uh, yeah, it was extremely difficult. There was a lot of, a lot of, a lot of my mind, man. There's a lot of my mind. So I'm um, just really over the past year doing a lot of reading, you know, trying to meditate more, trying to really focus on myself. So um, not only this camp leading up to this fight, but this past year has been a really, um, a growth year for me, you know, like not just, again, not just with my skills and, and my body, but with my mind as well. So, um, it, it overall, it, it just, it turned into a positive thing. Now, you know, you're ready to fight. How long have you been ready to fight? Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I mean, I, I was, I was gung ho. I was ready to go at, so, um, you know, at six, seven months, I was kind of back in there sparring and rolling and hitting pads and I was really gung ho to get, get fighting right away. But, um, I still wanted to take my time there. You know, if, if you're coming back even within a year, even a little bit longer, it's still fast anyway. So I was like slowing down and really just enjoying the training and enjoying, um, you know, just, just again, just enjoying that life. Sometimes when you're only focused on fighting, it's hard to, to remember why we do it, how much we just love being at the gym and, and being with our friends. So, um, I ended up, uh, uh, I ended up actually, uh, fighting Muay Thai. What month are we in now? October. So that would be exactly, um, it's 11 months now. I ended up fighting Muay Thai eight weeks ago. So I fought it nine months. So I, I had my first fight in nine months. I wanted to get back, fight a Muay Thai fight. You know, we're in Thailand. So um, stand-up isn't isn't my background. So I like to push myself and kind of get the adrenaline going. So I actually fought my first fight in nine months after surgery. And this would be my first MMA fight. So Going back to that Muay Thai fight, you know, over the summer, was it good for you to get in there and kind of shake off the cobwebs? Absolutely. Uh, 100%. Um, again, 
fighting Muay Thai is even more stepping out of my comfort zone, you know, uh, coming from a back uh, grappling background. You know, I fought Muay Thai a few times. I live in Thailand. I think every fighter should do it when they're here. But, um, um, yeah, it definitely was shaking off the cobwebs. Get back into that adrenaline, the, the, the mindset of, all right, I'm going to, you know, kill or be killed and staying focused and staying calm. And the fight didn't go my way this time. But, um, you know, I felt really good in the fight. It was a really competitive fight. Um, I, I really enjoyed the experience. All my friends were there. Um, I, I was really focused and I think, um, there were some negatives that came out of the fight, but I, I think there was a, a far more positives that came out of it. So, um, yeah, it was, it was absolutely, was, was great to do before, uh, fighting MMA again. All right, man. One Warrior Series 8, October 5th. You know, you haven't competed in MMA in over two years. Are you, are you, are you feeling antsy or does it kind of feel weird to be going into fight week? uh no it's not weird um i'm i'm good i'm happy uh uh again um it, it's such like a weird thing with fighting where there's like there's yes and the no's and the doubts and the confidence and all this stuff is always going to happen every fight but um again like i said i fought in combat eight weeks ago so it was a different rule set but i got myself my body my mind ready for combat eight weeks ago um and that that's a fight week obviously in thailand it's a little bit different you kind of it's it's a little different type of setup um, a lot more relaxed, but, um, I'm sure obviously the, the nerves will hit me and I fly out there and the jitters and, um, I'm, I'm sure it'll, it'll come for sure. And that, that stuff always comes, you know, but, um, I also cornered a lot this year and I, I cornered at, at one championship events quite a few times as well. So, um, it's familiar faces. I've been there, I've been backstage, I've done the, the process. Um, so that, again, that was all from my mind as well. So, um, yeah, of course, you know, anytime there's a little bit of a break, it's, you're, you're wondering, oh man, what's, what's the feelings going to be like, but, um, I'm just going with it and happy to, uh, happy to be a part of it, man. Really, truly, truly happy for this training camp. You know, who have you entrusted getting you prepared for this fight? Like the guys, the bodies that you have brought in, not even brought in, you know, that are there with you, you know, grinding. Oh man. Uh, it's been, it's been unbelievable. Um, obviously first and foremost, you know, my man, George Hickman, uh, everyone knows him by now, but that's been, you know, your guy's really been my day one guy. And, um, we've really, you know, we've really connected a lot again over just with the injuries and stuff over the past year and talking about coaching and life and just everything. And, um, now getting back into a fight camp, which we haven't done together in a while. So, um, George Hickman is obviously my main guy. And I was uh, really grateful this time we had, um, Andrew Wood, Woody, um, he's been a, a long time Phuket tiger guy, trains all the best guys in the world. He happened to be here, um, during my camp, which I was, it just happened. The timing worked out. So, um, being able to train with George and, and Woody all during the week was an unbelievable experience. Um, and then obviously you can't forget all the other guys that, that, uh, are helping me along the way, like Emilia Rudia, Tariq Suleiman. He's, uh, he's fighting actually a day before me in Abu Dhabi. So our camp are kind of going in line. Um, we had Khalil Roundtree has been here. He's fighting in, in UFC Copenhagen this weekend. So our camps were kind of in line. Um, just the energy has been super good at the gym. Uh, we had uh, Justin Taffa is making his UFC debut uh, the same weekend in, in uh, Melbourne. So he had been here for his camp. Um, I mean, just countless others. But the, the energy has been so good at the gym. It's just been so positive and everybody helping each other. It's honestly too many people to name, you know. So um, I'm just super grateful to have these people around me and, and uh, very uh, – very, very grateful to, to, to even be in the, the same conversations as these guys, you know, and um, that's it. The week after, you know, you fight, they'll, they'll have the biggest one championship card in history in the, basically the same location in Tokyo. You know, I wanted to pick your brain about a couple of those matchups. The first one is 
the the flyaway Grand Prix final between Demetrius Johnson and Danny Kingad. Do you think that Demetrius Johnson is just a completely overwhelming, you know, favorite in this fight, or is Danny got some shots? You know, he got some advantages coming in. Um, I mean, of course, this is Demetrius Johnson. He is he is uh, one of, if not the best of all time. And I mean, at flyweight, that's not even a question. They they people just question him on on the pound for pound list, but at flyweight, it's not even a question. Um, I mean, you can't. The, the thing that that guy does is 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 unbelievable. Quick finishes, fifth round finishes, last second finishes, submissions, knockouts. Um, I mean, how could how could you bet against him? But uh, yeah, I think I think it showed in his last fight against um, uh, what was his name? Japanese guy. I can't remember his name. Um, that there there's good level everywhere in the world, and one championship as some of the highest level fighters in the world. That was quite a competitive fight. Um, Dimitri, he had Demetrius on his back foot a few times, and. Uh, I think Danny Kingad is another guy that can really show uh, the skill that we have out here um, that the world's now finding about, um, but especially at the flyweight division. I mean, the, the fights are always entertaining. The, the tournament has been amazing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not a fight to look past. Yeah, one championship. They have an exciting flyweight division. The reason why is Demetrius Joss is there, and everybody's wanting to take his head off. Yep. And it's yep. going to be fun to see who is going to be the guy to take Absolutely. his head off. Absolutely. These guys are hungry, you know, like it, obviously in the UFC, like everyone knows those flyweights and those flyweights are, are coming up close and they fought each other a bunch of times, you know, like, um, uh, you know, him and Benavidez is the other best flyweight in the world. They fought each other over and over again. And of course, everyone wants to watch it because it's a competitive fight. But um, these guys out here in the one championship flyweight division, maybe the West hasn't known about them, but these guys are terrorists. These, these guys are all these guys are animals. I mean, um, and it, it just showed in, in his last fight. So um i think the flyweight division is as strong as ever it's proving really good and exciting fights so um you know really honestly the thing i think about one and the thing about asian fighters is we're not concerned with what's going on in america we're concerned with what's going on out here and there's high level and competitive fights so that's all you can ask for christian lee he's stepping in on two weeks no not even two weeks notice to fight or actually it is two week notice you know, for Eddie Alvarez to fight Doggy. And I know you've seen Doggy in the gym before. Just talk about how of big of a risk Christian Lee is taking. Do you think he's taking a big risk by stepping in this late? Um, well, what's the risk? He's got nothing to lose. I mean, that guy Doggy is – that guy's a menace. I mean, look, I I think Eddie Alvarez dodged a bullet on that one, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, that, that, guy, that guy is no joke. Um, that guy is serious, serious fighter. Um, but I don't think Christian Lee's at any risk. He's stepping up, saving the card. Uh, he did it against Shinioki and ended up winning. Nobody, nobody expected him to win that fight. Nobody expected him to win, and he won. So I think he's there's no risk to him besides getting knocked out, of course. But um, you know, it's it's uh, he's coming in to save it, and um, yeah, good for him. And if he pulls off the upset, fucking hell, who you know? I, and again, another another guy that how can you how can you really bet against him? To be honest, like. Nobody had him against Aoki. You're like, what? This skinny little kid, and and uh, look what he did. So it's uh, it's it's uh, again, it's another entertaining fight and showing that that one has um, not just skilled fighters, but fighters that are willing to step up and and take these tough fights. No, you know, so it's um, who knows? It's that he's definitely a phenom, and they're making whole separate belt, another belt for those tournaments. So whoever wins the tournament gets a a new belt just for that grand prix which is pretty yeah, cool so 
yeah, it's it's exciting, man. I think they're 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 putting out again, like it's it's good fights and and um, it's entertaining, and that's a that's a good that's a how do you know, you know obviously if they're not as big names in maybe the West, but if you kind of know even a little bit about Christian and the stuff he's done and what this guy Daggy has done, I mean it's you know how could you not be interested in that matchup? It's a very you know Christian's striking is good, but obviously his grappling is is his best suit, and Daggy has very good wrestling, and his knockout power is some of the best I've ever seen. I mean, you know, he, 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 uh, he hurts guys. So, um, yeah, it's very, very exciting. I, I, I'm again, just grateful to be a part of the one warrior series. Um, you know, and, and, and especially in this event in Tokyo, it's our first event in Tokyo. And I think it's really kicking off that whole week for, uh, one and this big event, uh, the following weekend. So for me to be a part of it, I'm just, even just a small piece. I'm just truly grateful. Yeah, man. Uh, one last fight. A big fight on that uh, on that day is uh, Brendan Vera versus Ang La. Who you got in that fight? Uh, I don't know. That's 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 the old dog versus the versus the young pup. You know, uh, Ang La's not even a young pup. That guy is that guy's a veteran. That guy has a lot of fights. You know, and he's um, fuck. I don't know. Do I have to pick? I don't know. Ang La, <laughs> only because I met him. I say Ang La <laughs> just because I met him. That's it. All right, man. Well, October 5th, One Warrior Series 8. Alex, you get to make your return to MMA, make your debut yeah. on the One Warrior Series. It's, it's good to see you back, man. Um, I know you've been eager to get in there and uh, show your skills and your development. It's always good talking to you. Good luck on the fight, man, and good luck on your future. Man, I appreciate that. And one thing that I, think I, was, I was thinking about before I talked to you, I thought it was funny. I, we talked about this, I don't know, a few years ago. Maybe it was before I fought. Maybe it was, you know, it was maybe after battlefield or something i'm pretty sure it was with you i'm pretty sure it was with you but um somehow i ended up fighting on a lot of first events right i fought full metal dojo oh yeah one. you're right we did talk about I that i fought full metal dojo one yeah i fought um battlefield one yeah i fought world series of fighting first one in asia right yeah i think, yeah. I yeah. think that was the global championship whatever that was which yeah. never happened again. i fought <laughs> Uh, there was another one, wasn't there? There might have been another first, but uh, and then this is the first one. TFC, TFC, Thailand yeah, Fighting yeah, Championship. I fought, I, I fought on the first Thailand Fighting Championship, and then uh, this is going to be the first one where series in Tokyo. So yeah, um, it just keeps happening, and I'm I'm very again, uh, just grateful to be a part of these experiences. But I just thought that was pretty funny.